good morning good afternoon good evening good day. all of that wonderful stuff uh welcome to the <laughs> to the shake out podcast uh you're probably wondering why I'm, I'm sniggering but i can see things that you can't see um you can't even hear it but anyway uh thank you for joining us on another episode uh today um we're going to be talking about something that's currently um quite relevant and uh, considering the landscape of films right now it's not really much else to talk about other than this movie uh which is of course the batman um it just came out well it came out this month a few weeks ago um it should have come out last year but um it was delayed i think man that man that person had the touch of that owner so he couldn't quite finish the film but um we've got something very very special today which you're gonna realize when i introduce the episode so firstly i'm going to introduce our guests who are actually only our co-host so it's me of course um junior but then i'm also joined by tim hello um some people also know me as Cristiano ronaldo Zoe. i don't know the reference but okay um <laughs> and then we're joined by this guy he's like the Loch Ness Monster. He's like the Nemean Lion. He's like... He's a myth, but somehow we managed to catch... He's like the legendary Pokemon. You remember that rainbow bird in the first season of Pokemon that was always flying about and Ash mm. can never catch it? This is this guy personified. Uh, so say hello, Malik. You're welcome. Oh, my God. Get out of here. I'm about, I'm about to unmute this man for you. Listen... <clears throat> Guy, you know. yeah, well, I, had, I had to come back with a bang in it so the classic the classic Malik <laughs> outro is now the intro yeah <laughs> that's what we're doing over here switching up the game new new year new me even though it's like nearly a quarter of the way for the year but still <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just think this guy I'm bullet I can't do it anyway uh, thank you for joining and of course um, this is we're going to review um, the the Batman, of course, but this is just part one of said review. And we're going to have other guests in our second part, so you have more opinions, um, differing opinions, hopefully, uh, different points being brought out and things like that. So we're going to try and follow the regular. I want to use that word, kind of format that we tend to use. Um, hopefully, it's going to um, you know bring up some really cool and interesting points. So we'll just jump straight into it with it's becoming warm so it's still kind of an icebreaker um a warmth maker if you will or whatever um just to get everyone back into the mood of talking so right now i'm gonna ask malik what have you been up to recently i've I've done so much in it you know just like traveling the world like being a tinder swindler and all that (laughs) <laughs> are you sure you want to make that you no, want to fame that crowd no, 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 no. <laughs> my, my enemies are after me but still no to be honest i've just been living life you know working and whatnot um working in my school being like the next uh, alex ferguson you know coaching coaching under 13 boys and girls even though the girls team got slapped up but um don't talk about that because the other team cheated and they played they played they basically played players that was outside the age bracket and um, yeah so basically yeah so the, the the team that i'm coaching is under 13 so it's like what ages 11 to 13 yeah age 11 12 and 13 the girls that came on the other team was like my height i said nah this can't be <laughs> I, said, 14, I said nah, this 16, is the don't lie don't lie these so ain't the ones 
She's 16, bro. Just start yeah. kicking them 12 year old ankles, like finishing them up. Oh, no. All right, Malik. Okay. You're not completely forgiven, but we understand why you've been away then. You've been busy building your football empire. Fair enough. So I pose this question to Tim now. What have you been up to uh, mm. since uh, we last heard you on the podcast? Mm. Um, I've been in London. So I saw you lot. Um, did some of that been doing some work been trying to keep out of trouble um, been trying to enjoy the sun because that's a rare phenomenon I can't even speak it's a rare thing in the UK it's like when you see the sun it's, oh, it's, it's the sun is the only thing more rare to see the many days on the podcast like, right. it's, it's like elusive <laughs> right this, the sun when it appears sometimes it's just like it's just there to, to mess with your head. It's like, <laughs> but secretly there's this breeze. Uh, it's secretly winter still. Um, so yeah, I've just been doing that. I'm trying to plan a few things for summer. Um, and yeah, I think that's about it, really. Cool beans, cool beans. So sounds to me like you've both been busy, which is good. Um, it's important to obviously keep yourself occupied and to keep yourself busy in things keeps you... Uh, Keeps your mind and your and your body in gear, doesn't it? <clears throat> All right, so we'll just jump straight into it. Um, like I said before, we're already we're going to be reviewing the Batman, and I just realised that on the script, <laughs> lols. Um, I changed some of the wording, but the name of the episode at the top is still Spider-Man No Way Home review. So it just shows I used the script from the the No Way Home review, but I didn't change the title. It should say Spider-Man. But it was says Batman should say the Batman. But anyway, I don't care because we're not going to talk about that. So the Batman, man, like R. Pats and and M. Reeves put this this little movie together. What would you give it out of ten, Malik? Um, I was going to have to give it a an eight. To be honest. All right. All right. An eight. Yeah. All right. Cool. You can. I'm going to ask you another question as to why. Yeah, after so you don't have to worry about um, saying it now. Um, Tim, what would you give it? Um, I'll firstly, I thought to do Sasha's thing, she sent me her thing, she couldn't make it tonight. There was Excellent. a last minute, um, the, the, the Sasha signal was put in the sky, she had to go and do whoever she liked. Nah, work. she's not up, so yeah, <laughs> she, 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 she had to disappear, so she, she couldn't make it. Um, but she said. <clears throat> Okay, guys, it's eight out of ten. Yeah, she gave it an eight. Yeah, eight out of ten. Cool, me. Which is quite interesting. Um, my rating is a six out of ten. Okay, so with that in mind, then we'll just move straight on to the second question. And wait, you didn't even find out your rating. I was saying, what, what, what do you mate? What my rating no, is, bro? No, mate. Don't worry about... <laughs> your rating, mate. Okay, so I, I. All right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> Um, (laughs) (laughs) since we went to watch it I re-watched it and (sighs) gotta give it a 9 gotta give it a 9 out of 10 gotta give it a 9 out of 10 just yeah Um, yeah so (laughs) I'll I'll, (laughs) I'll leave I'll leave everyone's jaws on the floor for a hot second. They can pick it up while I ask Malik um the second question. 
what worked for you? What did you like in this movie? And of course, what did you dislike as well? So obviously you didn't give it a perfect score. So there were things that you didn't like. Uh, what did you like? And then what did you dislike? Or you can go with what you didn't and what you did. It's up to you. But like and dislike. I think, so what I liked, I think just overall, it was a it was a good movie. I think for a good Batman movie, you need a good Batman, obviously. You need good villains. You need a good general cast. You need a good uh, setting or environment. I think this is probably one of my favorite in the the, the Batman cinematic universe. Probably one of my favorite Gotham's the way it looks. I feel like the Dark Knight, the Gotham was a bit too clean. I think. Whereas this Gotham, it was just like, because I like, you know how like Batman's just always on smoke. It's just like when when you in the Dark Knight when he's on smoke, it's like people just chilling in there. But over here, it's just Gotham looks too mashed up. Like even the start. Oh, this is spoiled, isn't it? So, oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> that we're gonna be potentially spoiling this movie for you. Yeah, Stop even even definitely. even like the starting scenes when the people are on the train thinking, yeah, this is the train you don't want to be on. And that one guy's to get off. I thought, oh my. And I thought, you know, maybe he'll get away. And then when the train left and the platform was dark, I said, yeah, long day, fam. And then <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> I said, long day. And then I think just back because. Well, Robert Pattinson isn't the like the biggest Batman, the strongest looking Batman. So creating his presence and that fear was a was a big thing. And they set it, they set the bar high from the jump. From when the bat signal went, and everyone was like, "Yeah, I'm shook." And then they sit, look in the one dark alley and go, "Yeah, let me just run away right now." And you heard his one wet footstep going. <laughs> <laughs> that one wet, <laughs> wet footstep, you know. And then he just came, and then they were like, "Who's this guy in this bat suit?" I just went, you know what, yeah, just beat them all up. I said, yeah, Batman's. He was, he was just beating people the whole movie, but it was like proper like Batman, and I, I like that. Um, because there wasn't, it wasn't too, it wasn't too fight. It was like that just balance of where I'm Batman, I'm gonna murk you, but I'm Batman, and I'm, I ain't got powers. So after murk you, just a little bit extra, so you just respect <laughs> me just that bit more. <laughs> and I was like, okay, Batman, you go do your thing in it. And I think that was perfectly balanced with um, the the villain. So I think Riddler. Am I gonna say it? I mean, we've already established that this is going to have spoilers in it, so you can. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. No, 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 no. I, I bet no, I know what he's gonna say. I think Riddler's gotta be. Oh, he's. I think he's better than. He's, he's trying to Dark say. <laughs> than Dark Knight Joker. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. Malik and I don't think that was no. Potentially not, the most controversial comment you could ever make. But please, I don't say in in like a in an isolation. I think Joker's clear, mm. but I think as a complementary villain to Batman, I think he surpasses it. Because I think the in the Dark Knight, the Joker is like so far levels above Batman in my opinion that Batman kind of seems. It's more of like, I'm here for Joker, I'm Batman, okay, I guess you're kind of here too. Yeah, what you mean? Whereas in this, they're on such a kind of like par level where it's just kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like, it kind of, they fit each other. It's like, see now, you know, as, as, as we like to go sometimes, it's called um, the perfect blend. See, <laughs> <laughs> see now, my, my heartbeat is, has, has gone back to a regular beat now because what I thought you meant when you said that was something completely different. But what you mean is literally that they're, they complement each other more effectively in this movie, as in where the Dark Knight 
the Joker was very much the crown, the jewel in that crown, and yeah. everybody else was kind of just like other bits that have to make up the crown. But he was yeah. like the jewel in the middle, and everyone's yeah. kind of like working around him. Whereas with this, it was more like a coin and Joker on or Batman on one side and Riddler on the other. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, I think like every to be honest, everything that movie kind of played its part to the to, like to the to, like to the level it should have. Mm. So like, even when you've got these other kind of little of villains like the Penguin, who's who's in the movie, his role wasn't as big as like the Riddler, but he played it so well. It was so fitting, and like even all like the mobs and then the police officers and Catwoman. Oh yeah, it was it was it was solid. And then I think just you know you know I'm a guy likes to joke once in a while. So even just how serious the movie was, but the fact that you could meme it just made it even better. <laughs> <laughs> All the Batman memes that be coming from this. As movie. we know, everything is is meme material. This is this is the world that we live in now. Everything can be turned into a meme. Yeah. All right. Oh, then, and, so, oh, sorry. Last week, the music yeah. as well. The music as well was on point. Cool. And then the, um, last week, last week, last week, last week. And then the um, my, one of my favorite scenes in the movie was when Batman was doing the interrogation, and then Riddler was just like mocking it, <laughs> singing to his face. <laughs> I was cracking up. It was too funny. But yeah, that's it. What about your dislike, though? Anything that you thought was like, "Mm, it could have been better. I didn't particularly like that or anything like that. Um, I think I'll just always have a a bit of a dislike towards a Batman movie because there's, with certain things, it's like, oh yeah, the bar's set here. This is what the bar is. But with Batman, there's so many bars. That's just like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 64 you know, cars coming like, in like a garage like, yeah it's like sure like cool you might raise the bar here but it's like yeah what about that bar over there there's there's so many bat at this point there's so many batmen that it's just kind of like yeah so it's just like it's, a, it's there's there's another one so it's not really like elevated the whole like oh it's just like revolutionary for like what batman should be mm. so i think that's kind of why i always will have a bit of a a dislike towards a new a new batman i guess that's actually a really good point and something i i myself hadn't really thought of which is on it's almost like a subconscious thing for us like i think especially with older audiences who may have grown up on seeing um michael keaton's batman it was gonna be like he's he's batman i mean it happened with with spider-man when homecoming came out everyone who grew up with toby Maguire was like no tobes man like tobes he's always gonna be the guy even though tom holland's performance is amazing pun very much intended um everyone was like no no man like tobes man like tobes always gonna be man like tobes and andrew goff was just standing here like what about me everyone's like no no you're not that guy you're not that guy but then the worst uh, whoa, 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 like, well, wait, i was just gonna say there were a few people who were like no no, no andrew goff were like that's my mm. guy right there that's yeah, my guy man. and there was always <laughs> going to be a version of when you have a character who's been portrayed so many times James Bond is, is chief among them. You're always going to have someone who's like, no, this is the quintessential portrayal of said character based upon your affinity towards them, which is always combined with your sense of nostalgia for them. You're always going to be like, even if the person who comes is like, no, this person's amazing. It's like, yeah, but I'm still always going to secretly love the other person who I grew up with. So yeah, I think I think you're you're right with that. So we'll move on, unless you have another point. Um. Nah, that was it. Uh, if, I, if I got anything else, I'll just, I'll just bite in. You just, no, oh, well. <laughs> we, we do things fluid here, so that's all exactly. good. Um, all right then. So hold on a second. Sorry, I had this with me. <laughs> what was that? I was like, you sounded like <laughs> in my ear. Anyway, 
Um, <laughs> Timmy, oh boy, I've I, I seen him on this on the Zoom thing. He's like, I just, I just need to say something. So we'll move on to you. Um, what worked for you and what did you like slash dislike uh, for this movie? So first, I'm going to go with Sasha's. Um, oh, so you're, uh, you're essentially... Okay. Yeah, you're you're be, a spokesperson for her, but you also put yourself to Yeah. <clears throat> so let me see. Let me see what... what and her um, rating was eight out of ten. Yeah, it was eight out of ten. Um, I feel like the cinematography was perfection. Oh, sorry. Usually, sorry, sorry, sorry. I have no complaints, and it was very emo, which we love. We love to see Batman in his angsty teenage phase. It was so cute. Also, Robert Pattinson was chef's kiss, and his chemistry with Catwoman was sensational. However, and this is what she dislikes. This is her dislikes now. Yeah. However, she put sensational in all caps, by the way, so it means by it. This is highly sensational. Yeah. However, despite the heat, the plot was mid. I'm not sure if it's due to the fact that I have no DC knowledge and this was my first Batman, but the plot didn't make sense. I didn't know what was going on. I feel like there was no pinnacle or turning point in the story. It just stayed at an intense state pace throughout the whole thing. If I wasn't mesmerized by Batman's gorgeousness, I'd be very bored. It dragged on. No need for it to be three hours long, to be honest. Also, the Riddler was underwhelmingly amazing. Underwhelming. I'm just looking at the, the punctuation in this. I, I'm learning to teach English. So. Let me not slate her because she always comes at me with my dyslexia. Like, so let me, let me not. Every time I try and cut her out. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you can't play that card with me, mate. <laughs> yeah. Also, the Riddler was underwhelming. Amazing acting. Again, in capitals. But like, this this mass killer looks like Jeff from Accounting. So confused. <laughs> I have so many questions. So that was um, Sasha's um, view. I, I know you may have you may have thought that I wasn't speaking that whole time, but it was actually me. It was uh, all right. You were yeah. Astral projecting her, her mm. voice for a uh, for a second now. Cool beans. Exactly. Um, cool beans. So that's her sort of thoughts on things. Now let's get let's get into Timmy boys. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought the story was interesting. Um. I'll go into the negatives later. I thought it was interesting. Um, I thought it was, it wasn't, you weren't absolutely, when it got up to like when the Riddler was in prison, there wasn't a point where you're like, oh my goodness, this story is so dry and crusty. What's going on? This is boring. But I think that's probably because I have Batman knowledge. Um, If I didn't have any knowledge on Batman and stuff like that, I would probably be highly very confused and baffled by a lot of the things, but I so happen to have Batman knowledge. So I I thought it was interesting. I liked how certain characters just fit in within the universe. Um, Because I remember before casting like um, Commissioner, like Jim, not Commissioner, just Jim Gordon and Catwoman was a big thing, but they just fit in and it wasn't a case of like, oh, I'm black and like anything like that. I thought it was a good example for Hollywood, which they don't, hopefully they're learning because they've done this with um, like Superman and Lois and other things. You just have characters in there, be characters. You're not focusing on the extra thing. 
what DC's done um, and other studios and like even TV like Doctor Who and other things they focus too much on pushing an agenda rather than focusing on characters this way you didn't see Jim Gordon as a back Jim Gordon you just saw him as Jim Gordon which I thought was good um, <clears throat> and I thought all the, you didn't feel any of the characters were out of place sometimes you can watch things and you're like ah oh, this is a bit a bit random like why is this person here um but it, everyone fit in so i thought that was good <sighs> okay what i didn't like i didn't there was one did this i guess it i think before i say what i dislike i don't necessarily think all of these were bad things i just think i didn't like it if that makes sense so i think it may have not been a like this is hot garbage it's just i didn't like it um the direction they went down gotham like Malik said this is this gotham so 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 messed up i'm like if you if you end up getting beat up in gotham you deserve it why are you still there this gotham is so this gotham is so trash it's a different level like oh my god it made it did like, I've never thought that until watching this Batman that Chris um, Christian Bale's Batman his Gotham looked clean his Gotham this Gotham made Christian Bale's Gotham look like he could eat off the floor it was like this Gotham was just the pits I'm like anyone who lived here it, it, oh my goodness when I say it's bad like, they probably don't even have a job center there. it was that bad it was terrible it was it was shambolic like when Catwoman at the end is like, oh, you should leave it. This is the first time in my, my life watching a Batman film or a game. I was like, you should leave it, man. This place, there's, there's nothing you can do for this place. Like, uh, even if you had the whole Bat family working on you, this place is gone. Leave it. Just take Alfred. He's a nice guy in it. Find everyone else. Everyone else is corrupt. Actually, Jim. All right, I'll take him as well. That's it. Take, take, go back. Get Alfred on the front of your motorcycle. Get Jim on the back. And you go with Catwoman, you go and live your life. Cause my goodness, no! I, when he went back, I was genuinely confused. I was like, "What's this guy going back?" Do you know how? This is how mad this 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 Gotham is. The mayor got shot on her first day as she's carrying on her job. What? <laughs> so for me, the reason why I didn't like that is because, like, logically, I'm just like. Why wouldn't you like the other ones? I feel like watching like the other Gotham stuff. Like you could understand why people live there, because things would happen, but it wasn't all the time. This Gotham, oh my goodness! When I say it looked like hot garbage, it just looked terrible. Um. Anyway, so let me not stop bashing Gotham. About Batman, I felt I get this was a younger Batman, but I felt this Batman didn't have. For me, he didn't have any presence at all. Like, the first scene, I thought was really good. I thought it was absolutely amazing. I was like, yeah, man, this guy, the way he came out, he was just like, you know you're, you know you're serious when you can walk out slowly. And he just came out. I liked how it had the... It, I think this was the first time in any Batman film that it actually made, like, from the, the criminal's point of view, the shadow scary. Because when it had that scene and it showed, like, the two, two people doing their thing and you saw the shadows... You're like, no, man, these, these guys could get mashed up any time. Um, which was, I thought was good to show that. But I feel the rest of the film, um, all the presence they made him have in the first scene when he came, I felt it all went away throughout the rest of it. Because I get, like, I didn't feel, for example, 
the cops or anyone was intimidated by him. I just feel like they thought this guy's nuts. And for me, when another thing, when he went in the when he went in the police um, thing, what another thing that didn't make sense for me is that all the cops apart from Jim seemed to really want to arrest him anyway. So it didn't make sense why they waited till he woke up before they tried to arrest him. Like that would have been the perfect time to take his mask off because Batman, like in the animated and stuff like that, he has his like electronics on his mask so people if they try and take it off and stuff like that they get a shot. But this man looked like he came from home base and he just got some stuff on and it didn't look like he was that serious. Um, yeah, and I for me because my favorite Batman is um, Ben Affleck, but I think it's I think also when I was thinking about this, it's unfair because they're like completely two different ends of the spectrum. Ben Affleck, out of all the live-action Batmans, he's like at the furthest in his career compared to all the other Batmen. But this one's probably our next to Christian Bale, like the youngest um, one. But I just feel like Batman has to have presence, and I felt like watching the film, I was like, like seriously, I was thinking. I, you like to feel that Batman's making a difference, but I didn't feel he could make a difference. Because it didn't, even if he bolted up for the next film, it's just like this, this city feels too much for him. It didn't feel like he, alright, he may scare a few criminals, but like, as we saw in this film, maybe that will come in time, so maybe my view will change in the future. But it seemed like all the serious people, they didn't really view him like that serious he had all the little people they were like oh yeah but even that group um and they weren't even serious the one that he beat up in the beginning um they were like what's this guy they just thought this random guy halloween dressed up well they started tasting fist but then you know that that was their their issue um i felt also as well batman obviously this is a different time he felt reckless to me um, in terms of, I felt he overcompensated. Um, again, that's probably because he's new. But usually, Batman. This is something that bothered me personally because obviously Ben Affleck's my favorite Batman. Um, a lot of the criticism people had for Ben Affleck, they're praising that Robert Pattinson did, um, which did bug me because it's just like, uh, it's. It's just like, oh yeah, man, I like how this one was like, he is uh, broody and all these other things and like how he's just like extreme and he's like, yeah, let's do that. And it's like, you saw another Batman, no, nah, it can't be like that. Batman basically has to be like the purest guy ever. And he can't ever, it, it for me, it's just like, you can't, you can't be like, oh yeah, this, this Batman, this, this Batman's terrible. Oh, this other Batman does basically the same thing. Oh, it's amazing. And even another thing that was pointed out in the car chase scene, number of cars blew up. Like people didn't jump out of the cars, people died. But if when Ben Affleck, don't get me wrong, Ben Affleck, oh man, that that scene where he just like, <laughs> you could make excuses for Ben Affleck's Batman, but there's that scene where he's chasing down the men before Superman comes. You can't. You just have to admit. He shot up the car. He used the other car to crush the other car. Everyone was finished. But anyways, for me, it just felt like 
the, my main issue with this is I didn't feel one. I didn't feel it was as an enjoyable film as they say the Spider Man, No Way Home, and I felt also as well that I'd seen everything I'd seen before. Maybe like what Philippe was saying, um, where you've had so many different bars. I everything I saw in this I've seen, so it didn't feel like anything. Obviously, it's hard, but it didn't feel anything too original. Because for example, I've seen the Telltale games. So the Riddler was like basically what it was like in the Telltale games. And if I had seen this before that, I probably would have enjoyed it more. But because I'd seen the Telltale games, I thought, oh, that's a new interesting way to do Riddler to make him sort of realistic. And I felt though what 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 I think also as well, the way they did Riddler, and again another spoiler, at the end, they have Joker in the cell. <clears throat> For me, it feels like the way they've done this world, it really limits, one, it limits the villains they can do in future films, but two, I feel like we've already seen a Joker-type villain, because the Riddler was sort of like, the way he was going about things, you could see the Joker maybe doing something like that, obviously not as organised as the Riddler, so there was a few things for me that just didn't, it didn't really make me think, oh, this is like, great, I came out of the film like, alright. Like uh, it, it, it didn't, it didn't make me tear me out of garment, and like, oh, this is like, this is amazing. I thought it was, I thought it was good, but um, things just like, why would I know? But the, that's the same thing. Like, why would these people live in Gotham? And I think the only way you can explain that is by reasoning it out yourself. But that was a lot of the issues that people had with Ben Affleck's Batman. There's a lot of things that you had to reason that weren't given to you in the cinema. You had to reason outside, like, oh yeah, he did this because X, Y, and Z. Um, so I think for me, I sound like some sort of jealous person, like, you thought, cuss my man. So like, but, um, <laughs> but no, but I just, I find, yeah, I think, obviously it's unfair because we've seen the other Batman in other films, like all of them have had more than one, we're not counting them ones with questionable outfits um um but yeah i feel he was inferior in multiple ways to ben affleck and christian bell um yeah and also as well I, I, with batman you want to feel that oh he's got gotham on lock or he's going to when he left like, when he left i was like i don't know why this guy's going back like it just didn't make for me it didn't make any sense because i felt he had had Catwoman had as much presence as Batman in that film because she she was very good in the film that's actually a positive Catwoman was very good in the film but I feel that and I'll finish it off with a positive one thing I did like about Batman because I didn't feel there was too much of a story arc but I did like at the end how he realised that and hopefully this might make him more enjoyable for me in the next film that he couldn't just punch everyone like he had to actually had to be more hopeful for people, because um, the yeah and yeah I'll stop there. Before. <laughs> Fair enough. Thanks. Um, a lot to really cover there, and I think a lot of the points that you both made so far are completely valid. No one can be like, oh, um, well, actually, according to my notes, so I didn't see that in there. But um, <laughs> I go over. Uh, guess what? I liked and what I didn't like. Um, strangely enough, a lot of the things you disliked, I liked. Um, 
and a lot of the things Malik liked, I liked. Uh, I felt like this was actually, apart from Michael Keaton's um, version of Gotham, <clears throat> I'm sounding like Batman myself now, um, <laughs> apart from Michael Keaton's version of Gotham, this was the best. And you know, obviously when you have comic book knowledge, people say, oh, you just sound like a comic book nerd, you always don't comprehend the comic. But this was a lot more comic accurate. Like, Gotham looked like an absolute tip, and it's supposed to. It's not supposed to look... I Don't get me wrong, I love Nolan's representation of a more realistic city, but Gotham in the comics doesn't look like that. <clears throat> in fact, he had a more accurate in Batman Begins, then he changed it to look more like Chicago in um, Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. Nothing wrong with that, because that was the tone he was going for, but I felt like this film built a world that was very relevant to the story it was trying to tell. And um, funnily enough, in terms of like the, what I really liked actually were the flaws that Bruce Wayne and Batman had in this movie that was subtly kind of given away. Like, for example, when he um, discovered that the bomb was going to be at his house and he was driving back and he was like, he called the phone and the woman answered and he was so panicked, he wasn't speaking in the Batman voice. He was speaking like Bruce Wayne. He was like, oh, Corey, like, what's happening? And she's like, oh, it's already happened. It was like, it was shown that he's not Batman yet. Like, he's still, he, he, he wants to be that guy, but he's not that guy yet. He's still too early in the career. Like, he's not the champ yet. He's building up to that. And I felt like this film was very much demonstrating that this is definitely a year two version of Batman. His suit, yeah, it got a bit of swagger, but it's still looking like he said, home basey. Um, even like, I felt like even um, his the Batmobile he has is another representation of that, where he hasn't got a tumbler yet. He hasn't got that awesome one that Ben Affleck's got yet. It's just a muscle car with a huge engine put on the back and really fat tires. And it's like, that'll have to do for now. Like, I, I got the money, but like, I ain't got the resources at that moment to get, you know, to get some of those, those heavy guns in the tank and all that stuff. But it's, it's in here, I'm planning it. I felt like in terms of um, the tone, it, it worked really well. Um, like you said, him being more shadowy, I thought was really good. We haven't really seen that much in any of Batman's representations yet. Um, there was a few scenes in uh, Batman vs Superman where Ben Affleck kind of had that, where they were introducing him and he was in that the room and he like he was just in the corner like just this huge henchman <laughs> just sitting in the corner of the roof i was like my guy okay um that was really cool but i felt like this batman he really personified the shadowy elements of what batman is i mean especially the scene when the hostage situation and he just walked out of a shadow like he just kept walking out of shadows i felt like that was part of i felt like this film as much as um I felt anyway, personally, that there was a, a story arc with Batman, but it was it was told in a, in a lot more subtle way. It kind of, it's not just so like, this is his story arc. It's like, you have to figure out based upon your knowledge, your foreknowledge of what you know Batman is like and recognizing that this version of Batman isn't that yet. Like even the part when he was interrogating Riddler and he was, he was panicking about what Riddler might know, but he couldn't show that he was panicking. Batman, Batman don't panic. Even when people like Doomsday turn up or Darkseid, Batman don't panic. That's the normal Batman we would expect, but this one was a bit more panicky about what he might know. Even the fact that we know 
uh, Batman becomes the world's greatest detective. Robert Pattinson's version isn't the world's greatest detective. He's not the greatest detective yet. Like he's smart, but he still needed Alfred to help him figure out the ciphers. He still needed to ask Gordon to help him with it. He needed to, at one point, he didn't know the answer when Riddler was doing some of the madness. He was like, oh, I gotta figure this out. Like I don't actually know the answer yet. So I thought like it was a very much a representation of a younger version of Batman, knowing what he wants to become, but he's not that person yet. Um, in terms of the look, this is one of the most beautiful films I've ever seen. Um, the cinematography, oh my days. The the chase scene, like it was so well done. Like it just looks really, really nice. Like the lighting, the, the cuts were really good. The best part when he when the car jumped over the fire and he got out and the theme tune started playing and the camera was upside down and he got out and the cape was just flowing in the flames. I was like, this right here, you know, too tasty. And his theme was so like, it's, it, uh, I felt like that gave him the presence. The the fact that he was using the shadows and the, the music. And I felt like, like you said, rightfully, um, Robert Pattinson, he's not a big guy, but I felt like he was, and I felt like this was actually a compliment to him in a weird way that he was overcompensating for the, his lack of physical presence with violence he was like okay i'm not big so i'll just punch you six more times than i normally would like a hench guy will punch you twice but i'll punch you 12 times because just in case and i felt like that was kind of a part of his character that's a little bit different even a really good scene and i think you're completely right though this was a small point that i didn't notice and but you've made a good point there when he was um in the police station it's like why didn't they just take his mask off they could have just done it why did they wait for him to wake up mm. but maybe we'll just take it off now mm. yeah that was a bit dumb but um what I did like though was when he walked in he was walking into the crime scene I think it was the first one when he walked in mm. like everyone kind of separated and the way that the camera was walking like it was him that was walking and he the swagger this bro he didn't need to be henched the man had swagger like the way he walked in the Batman suit the man had swagger like that's what I thought was quite was quite cool with, with his character anyway mm. um, and like you said before I felt like so many characters in this movie have so much um, presence of their own, like Penguin. I had to keep reminding myself that that was Colin Farrell in a fat suit because he's he's nothing like Colin Farrell. I've ever seen him in any other role. He was he sounded different. Obviously, he looked different. And um, Catwoman was really, really a great compliment to this version of Batman as well. Um, a man like man like Gordon, he was just he was, it all sounded like he was whispering, but he just had that husky whisper that gave him that swagger. Um, but things I disliked because obviously I, I didn't love everything but it did get a 9 out of 10 um, I felt like it was a little bit too long um, could have been a little bit tighter uh, the, the ending I liked but parts of it felt a little bit random um, the scene the whole um, part where he was in the what was it like a, an exhibition hall or something like oh, the, when it um but just before that but just before that part when he was fighting all of the the, the riddlers <laughs> that bit was a really um, bit like, mm. i think um, it i think it felt like um like you could have a concert or something there yeah it was um, like a concert hall exhibition hall type yeah. space um i felt like that was a little it wasn't bad it just felt a little bit like we'd been building up to this end and then that part felt quite rushed because he was kind of just like bang 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 save these man here so one two one two one two and i'm like oh okay 
I mean, it, it, none of it was bad. It just mm. felt like, but we've been doing this long film for the end to kind of just be like a little bit, it felt a little bit, uh, a little bit quick. Sorry um, to cut you. I think maybe, I think it's also as well because with Riddler, everything with him, even though I'd seen things in Tesla, you felt there was real worry. You'd be like, oh, what's the Riddler got planned next? And it's like, oh no. But when those people came, like, oh, Batman's going to be Like, you saw them and you didn't, I didn't feel any dread. It just felt like oh, these are just NPCs to get beaten up. See, I was going to just say that. I felt like Riddler was a great villain in this movie. That's another good point I was going to make. I felt like um, his performance was great. It was really, really good. Um, and I felt the exact same point that Malik made um, earlier. I kind of made in my short review as well. Whereas, I don't get me wrong, I love The Dark Knight, but that's Heath Ledger's movie. Like, let's not pretend. Everyone else in the film's great, but no one talks about, oh my days, Christian Bell's performance was so banging. It was good, but every scene that people remember is one with Joker in it, because he, every scene he's in, he's the only thing you're paying attention to. Even when he's talking to Batman, like in that scene when they're in the, when he comes into the, the dinner party, and he's like, Batman comes in the car, he's like, let her go. And the Joker's like, that's a very poor choice of words. And he throws her out the window. It's like, <laughs> what was what was Chris June Bell doing before that? Like, oh yeah, he had to go into that room and change into Batman and he came back out. No one remembers that bit. They only remember when he walks in and he's just walking with a swagger and he's eating the prawns and he's drinking the drink. And Dark Knight is basically just asterisk. He flows his joke me. Um, <laughs> also, well, things uh, in that didn't make sense as well. Like you know, when he just appears, when Joker's like, "Oh, I like Basie because she's got attitude," and he's like, "You're gonna love me." Did, did he? That, that was actually that line. Did, if you no, hear, it was. That line but I think <laughs> Patterson had a better line in here. He's like, but, "They I, they think I'm in the shadows, but I am the shadows." That was. Just, I was gonna I, just I say, that the guy's swagger. He. Bruv, the man's a poet. Like the the lines he was delivering that movie were a little bit too tasty. Anyway, let me go back him. This one was trash. Anyway, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I feel like those were basically. Um, I feel like this film was very strong in terms of, like I said, uh, lighting. Uh, the writing could have been better. It wasn't terrible. Um, I feel like yeah, by the time the film came to an end, it's kind of like we just have to like we have to come up with an ending now. Like we need to kind of just finish this. Um, but yeah, building up to that, this film didn't feel like a comic book movie. For me, it felt like a film noir. It was more like you have this brooding um, loner who's the protagonist. He's not a hero, but he's the person who has to save everybody. And then you have the one confidant that he, or one confidant that he has, which would be Gordon. And then the femme fatale, which was Catwoman. And then you've got this person or this thing he has to fight against which in this case would have been the Riddler so that's why I feel like this film is actually unique in terms of its um, place in the Batman mythos because it's not a comic book movie or an action movie it has those things in it but it's more akin to what a film noir would be which I really like um, so yeah that's kind of what I feel about this movie um, oof, I knew question two was going to be a bulky boy but that was a bulky boy <laughs> Should we even bother with question three, three and four? I'm talking about shit. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I kind of feel like question three is mute now because we kind of already answered it in question two. No, no, we've got to ask question three. But do you want to just ask question four? Or, I mean, you know. Question three is not really that long. 
Yeah, just yeah but it could potentially it. be though. Let's be honest. Because okay, I'm just gonna ask it because it's becoming <laughs> a completely different conversation. Um, Kajavik, Malik, because we haven't heard your voice in a hot minute. Um, <laughs> do you think <laughs> man like our pets, as he used to be called back in the olden days, you think he makes a good Bruce slash Batman? Um, I think he does. I think for the because he isn't like when people initially heard it's like oh this Robert Pattinson's playing Batman people are like right talk about Mr. Twilight himself it's like well to be honest think about it technically it should be really good because like you know Twilight vampires vampires are bats and so technically it kind of fits together for him to be that guy but <laughs> anyway yeah so um, initially I was thinking well, is he going to make a good Batman people's like nah not really I don't know but I think the kind of Batman that he was cast for, where it's kind of like a, a year two young Batman, where he kind of can grow into the role, it kind of was better. I think because if he was a, a had to come into a role as an established Batman, I don't think he would have done as well. So I think yeah, he's got he's well, his first performance is good. Um, most people liked it, um, and it's only giving him more more place to to grow really. So yeah, I think it was. It was a it was a good fit. Um, and also as well because he looked kind of small, I guess in some in some ways he was like bulky, so it kind of um it kind of fit for like a young Batman. He was kind of like over. He kind of he like initially thinking about the role. I thought oh he might have, like overcompensate in his acting or like lack of size in some regard, but it fit because as as you mentioned with how he was like can't punch people twice, but I punch him like twelve times. And it's like it kind of fit that whole overcompensating. Um, and I kind of kind of fit that whole kind of dark kind of vibe. Cause I think it was if it was a lot of a more of a dark night, kind of a bit of a clean and gotham, it might have stuck out a bit more. But I kind of think yeah. So overall, he was a he was a good Batman. Um, I, and I like I liked his I liked his Bruce because it was a bit darker and a bit bit messier, but it kind of fit in with the Gotham. So it kind of get away with it a, a lot more compared to previous Bruce's that are like so clean and so crisp and absolutely they're practically like James Bond but like all the money <laughs> but this one was a bit more of a of a bit more of a rougher a rougher Bruce which kind of it fitting because if you had like a clean Bruce in this kind of Gotham and like you're thinking who's this guy for <laughs> why is he here? It, just, it just doesn't fit but yeah he, he fitted well and I think that um the whole funeral scene I think it kind of it's it, like his acting was very good from when was it the bomb went off or when the car came through and everyone's like ducks and he's just standing there just looking I'm thinking yeah this guy is he's serious bro. but yeah yeah I liked, I liked it it was good overall alright cool now what about you Tim I think the I'll be trying to make this as short as possible I think the for the role he was playing he did good but I didn't like it I didn't like it um at all in time not at all that's a lie but i feel again if he had the presence he had at the beginning because it felt like they he felt like between year one and year two he built up this presence that he was sort of like feared and like when batman's you know, like everyone's like scared but then it felt like from that point on everyone in the film didn't really have any fear towards batman at all um even the police officers they could speak to him however they wanted people in the club but look at this weird guy with this don't get me wrong, that one police officer. I don't know caught. if I can agree with that point, but okay, I'll but say it in my point. I'll say it the in my point. The only person who 
the only person who feel for me feels scared was um penguin but penguin seemed a bit of a wuss in the first part of it and then in the end he's like secure this guy's whole whole territory i'm not actually after that point where he was left tied up penguin was just like yeah actually i'm not serious now but anyway for me um yeah with with the with bruce wayne i thought he played it well because it was supposed to be like the younger bruce wayne and stuff like that but then what version are we gonna get because if it stays like this i think my view will Will be different. I think no. Nah, I don't think this is good because, like, like someone said, um, I, another review is if the reason why Bruce has to be different as Bruce Wayne is because people don't want to put them two together. But if you're like, hmm, this billionaire who's very recluse, very emo, hmm, I wonder who's very who's got loads of money. Hmm, this weird guy dresses a bat. He's very emo as well. He, like the other ones you would be like oh yeah this bruce wayne this guy no man this, this you know even but i think he's got time to learn that because it's not going to be like straight from the beginning he's like prime bruce wayne um i think it's sort of like the spider way spider-man no way home sort of thing it took the whole trilogy for tom holland to be like what people perceive as the proper spider-man um so you have to give them him the benefit out but i didn't like it but i know that's not this one is sort of like proto batman it's not like official batman he's just getting started sort of so yeah fair enough for me um and he's dressed no, no. for me <laughs> I, I i i honestly think uh robert patterson is one of the best batman um yeah, I, I I I can say that confident comfortably. Um, I think his, as Malik said, his the portrayal. It's weird. Like for me, I think he's very compar- comparative to Christian Bale. In that, when Christian Bale was cast, everyone's like, Christian Bale, this guy, you're gonna make this guy Batman. And then Batman Begins came out, and I was kind of like, hmm, well, maybe this could. Hmm, I don't know. Not everybody liked him as Batman in Batman Begins. And then the Dark Knight came out and they were like, no, 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 this guy, he's the guy. He is the guy. And even by the time Dark Knight Rises finished and they were like, okay, we're going to do Man of Steel and we're going to have Batman. They were like, yeah, yeah, bring Christian Bell back. He needs to come back. And everyone was like, no, 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 we're going to recast it. And then it was like, oh, no, just bring Christian Bell back because everybody began to love him, even though they began not liking him. And we're kind of like picking it apart. Like, oh, he's a bit rubbish. Um, but then everybody he became beloved. I feel like with with Robert Patterson's version, he's been perfectly um, put. Or I feel like the world that his Batman and Bruce Wayne uh, lives in has been built around him. Um, like Malik said as well, and you said as well, Tim. I feel like in a lot, I feel like these are good things rather than bad things because it's even demonstrated in the conversations that he has like in the scene when he was talking to Alfred in the Batcave and he was like oh you've been avoiding these these people like for when enterprises all this time he's like I don't care about that stuff all I need to do is be Batman like I don't care about being Bruce Wayne and Alfred's like you don't understand that you need to have a balance you can't always be Batman you need to show people that you're also a human being who lives outside who exists 
because people know you exist, but how do they know who you are when you're never around? So you have to find that balance. And like him going to the funeral, even though he went to the funeral as Bruce Wayne, he was investigating as Batman because he was trying to see if he could find really that. That was the real reason he was there. Not because he cared about what was going on. He just wanted to find if Riddler was there. So he was still in his Batman mindset, even though he, he was using Bruce Wayne as a mask. So he could go outside in the daytime and do investigating Batman stuff. And I feel like, yeah, over the, his, hopefully the rest of his films will kind of begin to strike more of a balance where he's Bruce Wayne, but a different kind of Bruce Wayne than we've probably seen before. And I think that it, that logic makes a lot of sense where it's like, he's going to have to start doing this soon because people are going to figure it out. Oh, the one rich billionaire we never see lives in this weird tower. But like, I swear I've seen a Batman jump off that tower that one time. Mm-hmm. Like, must be some kind of connection. Yeah, they'll figure it out soon enough, sooner or later. And I felt like, yeah, um, Robert Pattinson brought a lot of nuances to the performance. I felt like he's, um, like I said, that the example when he was driving back to the um, manor after he found out about the bomb. And it was that momentary where he just dropped the Batman voice because he was scared. Like, it's showed that, yeah, he is still year two Batman. Like, he's not, he's just not that guy yet. He's He's got so, so much of it already, but he's lacking in the correct places where he's still human. So he's going to, he showed those human elements a lot. And I, I really think he demonstrated that with the scenes when he was looking at the boy of the mayor's son. Like, when he first saw him at the crime scene and he was just looking at him like, this is literally me like i can see myself in this in this kid and that scene at the end when he was walking through the water with the red light and he put his hand out and the boy took it i was like the lion it's still too tasty um yeah i felt like that that he kind of just give gave a lot of nuancy parts to his performance that kind of improved it overall um for me um yeah so we'll move on then to our last question Oh boy, let's see what I can get out of you twos now. If I can fish some good answers out of you. All right then. So where would you see this version of Batman going next, Tim? Hmm, that's a good question. I think they're going to have to go slightly different flavour. Next one, I'd like to see someone like Mr. Freeze, but for me, they have to, like Nolan changed Gotham, you have to make slight tweaks to it. What they could do is they could use the flooding as an excuse to have redevelopment in Gotham. Um, not fully, because I liked how this aesthetic was unique, because you don't want it to be exactly like the other Gothams. Um, and then I'd like to see on someone like Mr. Freeze. I want to see a villain, please my goodness, not again. We saw Joker at the end of the thing, and that was my only reaction. I don't think he's going to be the villain. I don't think he, it's too he, obvious. He, don't think he is, but I... It became, I don't, <clears throat> I looked at it and I was like, oh my goodness, no, I don't, just don't do it. So I don't think they are listening to interviews and stuff like that. I would like a lot of Mr. Freeze. Um, if you wanted to do Joker, you could make it interesting as you have like a sort of, uh, the third one, which would be interesting, is if you had between the second film and the third film starting, you make it a thing like Joker's. Release, like got these villains he's released them from Arkham and they're causing a nightmare and then you have it sort of like you start the third film like halfway through the story and then you go on like you know Batman has to take all these people out but Joker's been doing whatever this whole time that's the only way I want to see Joker in something because for me you don't have Joker in that scene 
but then you have you don't have him in any of the other two films. So it anyway. So I'd like to see like Mr. Freeze, but it also as well I feel they can go either way, where they have like a Clayface or Killer Croc, or they go super realistic and go with like a Hugo Strange or something like that. Um, the only thing I feel is this film, obviously it's just one film, but the aesthetic sort of limits the type of villains they can have that fits the world. It sort of feels like there's only a serial killer sort of vibe here. So it's like certain Batman villains, they wouldn't make sense in this world. Um, I'd like to see Batman... I feel that this would be the perfect time for... Because this, this Gotham, for me, feels too big for Bruce on his own. So I feel what would be good is to actually have him have sidekicks and a Bat family. So like, I don't, uh, Batgirl maybe too soon to have a Batgirl and... But I think it would be... If you want to go on with the angsty stuff, instead of Dick Grayson, you have a Jason Todd be his first Robin. Because Jason Todd's a bit sort of got emo sort of angsty in him and you have them both clash off each other um i thought think that would be interesting um eh, jim gordon he comes to commission at some point catwoman i i think i don't know the only issue is at the end of this one not the end issue, but like, when you see catwoman go like catwoman was good in it so you don't want it but then like for story reasons is she going to just appear in Gotham every couple of years when it just so happens to be the next film? So it's like you have to create another character that sort of fills the vacuum of Catwoman, but does it in a good way. Um, yeah, I would like to, I would just really like to see them focus on villains that aren't necessarily mainstream or haven't been focused on in live action. Or if they have, do them like, for example, Mr. Freeze was done in live action. So do them in a way that's good. And then like Clayface as well, there's various different versions of Clayface and stuff like that. Um, but it would be nice at the end where, yeah, with Batman, I want to feel like he's actually having a positive impact on the city. Because although he saved those people at the end, it didn't necessarily feel, because this Gotham seems so messed up, those people could be dead next week anyway, the people that he saved. So I want to feel like he's actually having a positive impact on people. Um, and because, you know, all right, you're stopping someone doing graffiti. But if there's like a crime boss that's literally murdering, like, you know, the most rich people in, in the city and police and all that aren't getting involved, you're not really making much of a difference. But I think that's only because it's so young in his career. So I just want to see development and villains that we haven't seen before i want to see villains take him out of his comfort zone um which would i think would be good because in that way you can sort of grow him like you know rather than it's like the riddler who was sort of not okay mentally you have a bit to freeze because then he realizes that not all villains are bad in that sense i think that would be quite interesting uh, yeah i think that's cool it has some variation uh nothing wrong with that i think yeah like you said to have some new villains people we haven't seen before it's never a bad thing as long as you like you said you kind of take their characters into consideration in the world that you're building as one as um whether they gel together like putting i don't know weird ingredients together 
and expecting the food to taste good you kind of need to test whether these two things got, got together first very good points very nice all right then malik what about you where would you like to see this uh, version of the batman going um i just like to see like like batman to find his, his comfort zone to find his kind of like place in in gotham it's kind of like as you as was mentioned tim said it's like gotham feels a bit too big for him and it's kind of like you saw aspects of where he was kind of like had aspects of presence from like the beginning scene um on like the the first crime scene like a little bit with a few of the police officers um and then kind of like he had like the aspect of stuff like towards the end in, in little bits here and there but it, it was kind of on a very small scale it wasn't like on a, on a, on a bigger scale so I kind of wanted him to find these kind of place and be like, okay, this is what I'm like as Batman. This is what I'm like as as Bruce Wayne as well. Um, see like an upgrade in terms of just his environment as well. Because like even like the Batcave was more like an empty basement and you stuck one. It was a lit. garage, bro. It was a garage <laughs> at best. It was a garage yeah. at best. <laughs> like, really, yeah. And then the, even even the thing of like, um, was it like initially when that's all it was like, I think... I was thinking to myself, oh, who's this guy driving around on, on his on his bike and his helmet? Thinking, who's this? Well, oh, that's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, no, I'm used to Batman having bat everything. It's like he's got like the bat, the bat toothbrush, the bat car, <laughs> the, <laughs> bat, the bat, the bat, the bat bike, everything. So it just needs needs more more bat stuff. He needs some um, brand. He needs to up his branding. Up his branding, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's like that, one of my favorite. Aside aside from the Batman build was was the bat bike was elite when you saw batman on the bike but his cape was going yeah the wind that's like, nah. yeah. that i said it was too hard but it's just like, like it was kind of cool him like undercover on this was like nah, nah, nah. that's 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 like him going undercover as bruce wayne like you're batman just go around people should know who you are because that's kind of like he's brand new gets out people see him on the bike people get shook and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff so i kind of want to um him just to kind of boost that and you know clean up the back cave you know you got money. You shouldn't be looking that dirty. It's true, bro. You're <laughs> right, bro. Get a broom. Yeah, brooms don't cost nothing, bro. A yeah. dustpan, that ain't going to cost you nothing. But I, I guess the only thing is, is that you can't really get, like, cleaners, isn't it? Yeah! But so, <laughs> like, you have to get them, like, signed, like, with the, the non-disclosure kind of forms and that kind of stuff. Like, keep silent. Like, yeah, you got to come in here and you can't say anything about what you see. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just that, yeah, so I want I want to see him just upgrading that, and then in terms of just having more presence and people like like building his respect, yeah. So that, like more of like a organization has a view on Batman, not just like one two people in in there. Um, so yeah, yeah, that would be cool. And then fix the back signal as well. Don't just have like one just <laughs> that's a batarang in this light. <laughs> so yeah, that just. Just clean up, clean up, and, and clean up, also clean, clean up Gotham a little bit. The show, because as I said, um, he didn't really do much. Like he saved a couple of people, they're dead next week. Put a couple people behind bars, they'll be out next week. So it's like, come out and like, it's like, oh yeah, like crime's down like this much because of like Batman's like secures that. And like, he's like, he turns around corner and some guy sees him and he's like, no, yeah, let me just go back to prison now. I'll, I'll walk myself there because I because <laughs> it's Batman's got that instant fear. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's that's it mainly. 
and just just secure himself as as Batman, but also I'd see an improvement in um a Bruce Wayne. So yeah, as uh, you made a good point of the only time you saw Bruce Wayne was at the funeral, but that was just basically Batman going undercover as Bruce Wayne. So I want to see a bit more of a Bruce Wayne in social social settings and start I like that social setting. Yeah, and, and start start ignoring. He's like keeps ignoring his emails. He's start answering emails. And, and hey, let me let me answer. Chris, these parties in it. So yeah, reply <laughs> all, my G. Yes, doesn't seem like there is much social things in that costume. Yeah, like only time that's why they don't host parties, bro. The only time they do social things like when they go to like these illegal clubs that they really ah, but, they, but the thing is they must be because it's like if there was nothing social why is he getting all these emails and alphas <laughs> No nah, man, it's just people in his DMs don't worry about like, oh, Bruce Bro, listen, trying, to, trying to get to that guy they have a big blimp they just go in the blimp because the criminals can't go to the blimp so. exactly so yeah. I, want, I want to see that that other because like as much of there's the dark side of Gotham there's also this cleaner side of Gotham which we're used to which Bruce Wayne kind of well, the the visually clean that's underlying of dirt and, and all that kind of stuff but I want to see more of that side as well because God, as much as I love the dark Gotham there's also needs to be a, a flip side to it balance two sides to every coin technically, the, technically there's three but yeah oh yeah because the actual edge is it is, is, is technically is, is a, side. a side that is true yeah, and see, bro, these podcasts are, are informative as well as entertaining. Anyway, um, <laughs> that, and oh, also, as well, do you know what they really need to do? What will make this trilogy elite? They need to have a live action version of that, that clip with the with thug come, thumb comes in the room, and the guy's like, Oh my, I can just see it as well. I can see it. Um, Patterson just looks back. And the thugs looking with that black eye is just like, nah, but he just leaves. They have to do that. If they do that, <laughs> like they I'll, I'll give them all my money. Just like they did with the Spider-Man me and no way, no way home. I, have, I think that would be it. really, really cool. Nah, yeah, smartest no. garden of all time was just like, I ain't here to get beaten up. <laughs> yeah, the guy was like, see anything? He's like, nope, just kept walking. I didn't see nothing, bro. I didn't see nothing. I completely agree with you guys. Um, To be honest, a lot of the points that you guys made, I would probably do too. Um, I'd like to see him growing as Batman and as Bruce Wayne. Like you said, kind of becoming more, less of a recluse as Bruce Wayne and not necessarily being the showman that um, Christian Bale was, like when he was walking with all that swag with all the models and stuff. And I was like, this guy. And he was chilling on the yacht with all the models and he was like, I was like, this guy. Um, he knew how to be two different people and Michael Keaton was like that as well. Um, but... And George Clooney's one was actually quite good at that too, to be honest. And Val Kilner's. To be honest, everyone but up Robert Pattinson. Um, because he's just like, I don't want to be that guy. Um, and Ben Affleck's one, he was just like, he was still sassy and broody, but he turned it down enough to be bearable in a social situation. So it was like, yeah, I can be at this party. don't really want to be here, but I know how, I have enough etiquette to get by. If it was like Robert Pattinson would just be like, I'm not going because I don't want to. I've got Batman stuff to do. <laughs> just get just funny. But um, I would like to see him kind of become more of that person who recognizes the duality of the life that he has to live. And like you said, I think the ending of this film actually opens up a great opportunity for him to demonstrate, or not even demonstrate, but to become more of that outward version of Bruce Wayne. The whole of the city got mashed up. He's got a bazillion dollars in the bank. He can be like, oh, you know, I'm going to donate some of it. 
and like help rebuild Gotham, which helps him be Batman better. Because it's like, oh, I can rebuild parts of Gotham, make them nice, make them clean, make them safe. Less work for me to do over there. Because even he said it in the monologue in the beginning of the film, he was like, I can't be everywhere. I can punch this guy. Well, I'm punching this guy. I can't be over on the other side of the town punching that guy. So I think that also, you, I agree, it would be nice if he kind of recruited maybe a few different people into his team or made a team essentially. Um, and I think it, there's a, also a great opportunity to have different villains, like you said, introduce um, things like the Court of Owls, because that's kind of cool. Maybe the League of Assassins, rather than just thinking of a person, have organizations that he has to fight now. So it's like, and also if he if you have the League of Shadows or Assassins come, you can take your pick. If you aren't bringing Catwoman back, like you said, she's not going to just turn up every few years. You can bring Talia al Ghul, who's another um, uh, love interest for him. So, so, and then you have her turn up in the second film, and Catwoman returns in the third film, and I was like, oh no, I don't know which one to choose. <laughs> Two <laughs> spices, and what do I do, Maggie? <laughs> Too spicy. Um, yeah, I think that would be kind of cool. Have like everything you guys said, I completely agree with. Just have him grow. Not just him, but the world that he's in as well. You don't want... I mean, it happened in The Dark Knight as well. The city looked different in each film based upon what had happened in the film before it, obviously not including Batman Begins, but they had that huge monorail. It got mashed up and it didn't come back in Dark Knight. It was gone. So clearly they were like, either we don't have money to fix it or this is a terrible idea and we're not going to rebuild it. Because <laughs> it, it didn't come back in The Dark Knight. They, the city had changed. It was growing. It was changing based on what had happened. And I think, yeah, that's just a really cool idea. Um, and I think they should they should run with that. Yeah, have this Batman, because he's super loner. you got to have him have at least one friend who's not who's not Alfred and not that good woman. What's the woman's name? Corey and, like, Gordon. He's got to have one, at least one teammate. And if, like you said, if he's going to have Batgirl, you can have the, I've forgotten her name, the other girl who played, who was Batgirl, who's not Barbara Gordon, Stephanie, something like that. Any Hazel. Yeah, they, they could take it in loads of those kinds of directions. Um, I think you mentioned it's just a small point. I think it wouldn't, based upon what they've done already, they shouldn't do Hugo Strange, only because his character is very similar already to what Riddler is like. You know, that he's trying to test Batman intellectually, and Riddler's already kind of done that. So it would just kind of be like the same thing, but oh, they both wear glasses, so we... Oh, wait, no, this one's got a beard. That would be the difference. Oh, I, oh and he's he, he's a doctor. Um, and he's bald. I, I, oh, and bald, yeah, true, true, true. Um, so <laughs> maybe do... I think maybe doing something like the League of Shadows would be good. Or the Court of Owls, because... Actually, I think the Court of Owls would be even better, because there are rich people in Gotham, but Bruce Wayne's the only one that we actually knew, apart from the mayor's... Um, the mayor. So it would be kind of cool to see all these other... where all these other rich people are. Because they all live in this absolute dump, but they've all got all this money. So where are they and where are they spending it and how do they spend their time? Oh, they're, they're keeping Gotham in this state of mashupness so that they can be rich. I think that kind of idea would be cool to kind of explore. Mm. So yeah, that's our take. Part one's take anyway. Three dudes who are crazy uh, talking about a film that made them all fall a little bit good, a little bit bad. Our Pats, he's uh he's my guy, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um R Pats for life, I'm just gonna <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, this is just our take on on um on the on the Batman. So thank you for sticking with us. It's been a little bit of a longer one because we needed to get out of our system. This film, we watched it like about a week ago and we were all just like, okay, holding our peace, 
until this review came around so we could actually review it um thank you for sticking with us um please if you enjoy our content catch other episodes that we do we've got all sorts of content we aren't just reviewing films and stuff we, we are doing other content it may seem like this is all we talk about but but we don't and we do have other stuff and we have other stuff in the pipeline too um so please stick around um yeah thank you for listening if you enjoyed it we have an instagram chip cat podcast uh check that out and if you want to suggest episodes to us also help us through our instagram as well um yeah take it easy uh you know you can take a break now you can have a sip of drink i don't know eat some cereal make a sandwich take a nap it's up to you you know as long as you're feeling happy you're feeling positive that's the most important thing we all need to always feel happy and positive by the time you you finish listening to our podcast so i'll sign off and i won't say bye because tim and malik are going to say it for me so malik you're welcome this guy i'm <laughs> done with him you know i'm finished with it man like man like me he's the best um tim me old boy goodbye good chap and good um good maidens <laughs> these two are cool cohorts and are cool friends um absolute top-notch lads thank you everybody once again for listening to the shit car podcast and we'll catch you on the next one see you later